Welcome to episode 13 of For Your Reconsideration. I'm Billy with my boy Gary. What's going on? Not too much. I'm excited about this one. We always say that. Actually. We choose a topic, so right, it's exactly. easy to be excited. Like if we walk into something and it's like, eh, I don't feel like doing this. We're doing something wrong. That's it. That's what you're talking to do. Uh, all right. So we're sticking with, well, I shouldn't say we're sticking with the 80s. We're really not. We're, right. we're kind of, we expanded it. Uh, but I do think we're going to focus on the 80s a lot. Question today is, what was the golden age of game shows? God, I love game shows. Oh, me too. I And I think I'm relying more on like, childhood teenage years more yeah. than anything else but yeah, me too still there's a good game show and i come from like a you know i don't know if you guys ever played like the the home versions of the games and stuff like that <laughs> but my family did my my father would be the you know the richard dawson of... <laughs> did he kiss everyone on the lips is that what you mean did he grope your mom while they play the game <laughs> he might have done that too i threw up in my mouth at the thought of that but, you know. <laughs> i actually i'm the same way yeah home from school game show heaven yep uh, as a kid, but um, when the Game Show Network came out, I was a huge fan. Yeah, I didn't get into it huge. as much. Really. Oh, I'll be up. Uh, any of my friends who listen to this, and a couple might come across it. Um, I was uh, I was up all night from the ages of twenty one through like twenty eight. Right. I would stay up on work nights even until two three in the morning, and I would watch Match Game on Game Match Show Game. Network. Yeah, I also watched Small Wonder from that old TV show. I do remember Small I Wonder. I loved that show too. I watched watch that. I was on like four in the morning. I would like record it. I would stay up and watch it. So I was a, I was an insomniac for a while, and uh, one of our friends he ended up crashing at my house for like two months. I was in the studio. It was on my floor right. with the mattress, and he would get so annoyed at me because I'd be <laughs> up watching match game. I'm like, listen, you're in my house. That's right. I'm watching fucking match game at two thirty, and you're gonna have to deal game. with it. <laughs> Who hosted match game? Gene Rayburn. Gene with the Rayburn. Long, that's right. The, the long, long microphone. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Everything that show was phallic or alcohol related. <laughs> it was incredible. One of my favorites. Um, so when we break this down to the golden ages, yeah, and tell me if you disagree, I kind of divvied it out. I don't think we need to talk about the 50s or the 60s. Well, okay. obviously that was the beginning, and in some ways it might have been a golden age. I don't know anything about it, and they were kind of boring. Yeah, I, and I think it was just like sanitized. Yeah, I think it gets really interesting in the 70s and yep. you know, going through. So yeah, I agree with that totally. And I took the 90s out too. I mean. It was a dead spot. It was. That it was, was the, the decade of talk shows. So right. you had the Springer-type shows occupying what used to be game exactly. show format. Exactly. All right. So like, gonna, I know we've said this as a kid before, but, like, when you'd stay home from school sick or whatever, it'd be, like, Donahue, Price is Right. Yeah. Like, you'd run through the gamut of that. Literally stuff. the entire morning yeah. was just different channels. Had You could actually yeah. flip the channel to a different and better game show yep. every single hour of the morning. And Wheel of Fortune ran in the day, too. Yeah. And then yep. they had the night one with, with Sage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Good stuff. So uh, we're looking at the 70s, the 80s, the 2000s, and the 20s, I want to put in there, I think, because it's yeah. a whole new era. Yeah. Might not win our golden age, but I right. think it's definitely worth mentioning. Okay. Um, <laughs> we both actually have some experience with game show tryouts. Um, I didn't know this about you, and you didn't yeah, know this about me, which is pretty funny. When I saw that, I was like, I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I don't personally have one, but I have a family story with, with that. Well, what happened? What show was it? So the family tried out for um, Family Feud. Now, what? give me the decade and the host. It was, it had to be in the 80s, because okay. I was a little too young to be on the show. Mm -hmm. Or else I would have been, and we might have made it on. <laughs> um, but, you know, my family, like I said before, my family's, like, huge into, like, holidays were spent, like, playing Password and, the, and this <laughs> right. and that. So they, they went, and they're, they're, like, killing the tryout and everything. And my Uncle Pat, who passed away, you know, many years ago at this point, um, he was the captain of the team, and he froze. Everyone, and oh, he was the guy who no. was, like, 
you know, the one who signed them up and was like ready to go. And he was awesome at playing the game shows and everything yeah. like that. And I guess that they like test you, like how quick you are on your feet and everything. And mm -hmm. he froze. Oh, yeah. And cost you know, my father, my uncle, the cousin. I, I want to say my mom was on that team too, but I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's something yeah. you live with the rest of your life. And they they abused him. Oh, <laughs> abused him. <laughs> Poor Uncle Fat. Oh man. Yeah. So that was that's rough. Now wait, they went to California for this, or was no, that one of those local ones? It was one of the local ones, and I think they it was like they just had to pass that test, and they were on. Oh, yeah. Because they were good, you know, and then they were they were into it. They were all right. That. Yeah. Oh wow. So all right. More importantly, <laughs> yours. I have numerous ones. Really. All right. So the very first one, I was a senior or a junior in college. And I tried out for College Jeopardy. So my father took me in the car. We drove to Philadelphia. Wow. And I sat down. I have a vague recollection of what happened. I, my memory, as we talked about, is yeah. fucking disgusting. Uh, but I remember taking the test. It was a written, like, multiple choice test. Mm -hmm. I believe. It might have been fill in the blank, actually. It was fill in the blank, because I don't do multiple choice on Jeopardy. It's fill in the blank. And it was 50 questions. And some of them were impossible. But I felt like they're pretty good. And they said in the pre-thing, typically to make the cut to go on to the second round. And the second round was with buzzers. They put you in front of the room and you test you with the buzzer. It's like an actual game show. Typically, 37 correct will get you to that level. Okay. I actually sat the whole ride home from Philadelphia. I'm pretty sure I got 36 right. Wow. Just missed the, what was possibly cut off. Okay. So I didn't get the round two. So failure. All right. Then I went through a phase, I want to say in the early 2000s. So I was like 25-ish, mm -hmm. 25 to 29 in that range where I tried out for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire movie version like a half dozen times. Really? I would get, actually I was dating a girl who lived on the Upper West Side, literally two blocks away from the ABC studios where they had the, the test. Okay. And even after I stopped dating, I went back a couple of times, took the train there. And again, I got right to the point of where I would have made it to the next round and I just couldn't do it. I never, I never overcame that hump. Wow. But I, I did it like at least, know, at least five times. So mad at myself. This is just a story of failure. Is what this is. It's a story of a giant failure. All right. The last one, and this is the one that makes me the angriest. There was, uh, I don't remember how I found it, somewhere on the internet. Right. There was um, a VH1 or MTV show called The World Series of Pop Culture. And there are a few things that people will acknowledge that I'm actually good at. Mm -hmm. Remembering useless facts in pop culture is one of them. Right. I got them all. Um, I'm champion of our department, uh, 1980s Quiz Bowl. Nice. Um, I, I beat. What everyone else said, who everyone else said was the greatest pop culture, you know, trivia guy, kicked his ass. So when I saw this, I'm like, I got to fucking go on this. So I called the guy who I beat because mm -hmm. he was right up there. Right. And I'm like, we need a third person. And for whatever reason, we really, we whiffed. We just couldn't find anybody. Right. I can tell you why, probably. Probably because it involved us flying to Atlanta to take the <laughs> test. <laughs> so we ended up using his wife, who knew a lot, but she was not on that level. Right. So me, him, his wife. I think we were married at this point. I think my wife or fiance, my fiance, we were talking about wedding songs. My fiance at that time, now my wife, got in the plane and she she hates to fly. I don't know how I got her on a plane to begin with. She won't get on a plane now. I got on a plane to Atlanta for a stupid game show tryout, not even to go on the fucking game show. That was before she locked it up. I guess that might be. <laughs> <laughs> All this. We get to the car rental. They give us a, uh, a white Camaro. Was all they had left. I drove through the streets of downtown Atlanta, a white Camaro, basically with a big, like, flashing light. Like, like I was like Chevy Chase in, in vacation, driving around, only here at the station wagon. Um, and we're practicing, we're prepping. Mm -hmm. 
and ahead of our time, our team name was Billy Zapka Rules. Very Before nice. Before anyone gave a shot, Billy Zapka again. And I thought we did a great job, but all three of us had to score a certain number, and, and we didn't make the cut. So you're blaming his wife. Yeah. Right yeah. All right. It's not, it's not her fault. I mean, yeah. She was called into duty. Um, and so those are my just repeated failures at, at being on game show. You got to take one last shot. You, you do. It's like, you know, like a final Rocky movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take one last shot. I got to find the right one. Like, I didn't do Millionaire. I did Millionaire movie for a reason. Right. At this point, too, my, my, my pop culture knowledge has waned. Um, I need to find, like, an 80s game show that I can still dominate. I'd go Jeopardy. That's the one I, I'd mm. say you got to go. I don't know. You get the history part. You get a, a pop culture. You got you got a shot. Oh, they can do, like, a past your prime Jeopardy, where I used to be smart Jeopardy, one of right. those. That'd be great. Go on. Don't they have, like, teacher week or something? They like that do. Too? They do. <laughs> go on there. And they're all, like, from prep schools in, like, yeah. New England. They're all wearing sweaters <laughs> over their shoulders. They're wearing jeans and a graphic tee. Exactly. Embarrass our school. Nah. Oh, wait. I forgot the best one. I oh. just thought of this. Oh, my God. I was on a game show. All right. Oh, my God. I forgot all about this. Holy shit. Just came back to me. All right. So, rewind some more. Okay. This is in... This might be 99, 2000, 2001, around there. The fact that you didn't remember you were on a game show until this moment. <laughs> it just tells you. It's just perfect. Oh, this may take the whole episode off. I don't know if we can do the show, the show sheet. That's all right. I'd rather hear this. Oh, my God. This was awesome. All right. So, friend of mine, like a college friend, a couple years at the college. Uh, I don't know how this even got to me because this is before, like, texting and Facebook. I sent an email, I guess, saying they were doing tryouts for a VH1 game show. And the premise was they were going to show a movie. And they always show shitty movies on right. like these cable channels. But they were going to do a game show during the commercials. And they were having um, a tryout at a Barnes & Noble somewhere near Times Square. Okay. I'm like, fuck it, I'm in. This is in my yeah. heyday. So I go to Times Square, I go to the Barnes & Noble, I get online. And they put me like with a white background. And they have a camera on me. And there's a producer of some sort. They're asking me trivia questions. I remember them asking me who, I can name a movie William Atherton was in. They asked me to sing a song from a movie that I like. Okay. I sang, I'm beginning to see the light by uh, Bobby Darren from the Swinger soundtrack. Wow. I fucking nailed it. I get a call back. They want me to come in. So I go into the show. I'm wearing my best sweater. I wore sweaters back then. My <laughs> jeans. My, uh, I just wear my sexy shoes. Okay. Um, and they look at me and they go, we got to work on you. So they put <laughs> me into this makeup chair and they stop. They, they plucked my eyebrows. Like wow. they gave me a whole like thing. I think they kept my clothes. Um, I love that sweater. It looks so good in that sweater. It's a shame. <laughs> and so the movie, this is amazing. I forgot all about this. The movie I was I was being shown, and, and the quiz was based in part around the movie, okay. was Madonna's movie, Truth or Dare. <sighs> so I had to watch the movie, okay. study it, and then there were different rounds. It was like two live comedian types okay. and, a, and, a, and me and another girl. And we were playing the comedian types. So it was a four-person race. Two right. of them were like staples on the show. Two of them were schmucks like me, right. being in some other girl. And I killed it. I, I was winning. I uh, I even wrote a little bit with a comedian guy. It, was, it wasn't that funny, but whatever. And I, I was on the last round. It was just me and him. And so the winner, I forget what I won. It was some bullshit. But the winner, uh, it was a movie game where they would name an actor. The host named an actor. And mm -hmm. they had to go back and forth naming movies they were in. And, um, oh, no, they needed the movie. That was it. Right. We had to pick actors from that movie. Okay. And um, I, I ended up losing in the last round. It was best of five. I won two. He won two. And he beat me in the movie with Scanners. Wow. Had nothing. He beat me on Scanners. Okay. Uh, to this day, I'm convinced, like, they gave him the movies and the answers ahead of time. Yeah. 
I would think so. Yeah. I have a VHS tape of that somewhere. I was going to say, I need to like. I have that on VHS. This. I don't know I where. I need to see the sweater more than anything else. <laughs> just the black sweater, but I wore it well. You still own the sweater? I don't. Now, come on. All right, so I have some t shirts from 2000, no sweaters. I mean, I had a I have that on VHS. I would love to find it and watch it. I also was on Romper Room as a kid. It's not a game show, but really? I was on Romper Room, yes. Wow. You know this? No. I have one episode on VHS as well. My mother put my name in when I was born, and I called when I was five, and I was on Romper Room. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. I don't have the TV resume you do. I have a headshot never. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my that was my story. Our TV resume is being on the Montel Williams audience <laughs> in the back. So like the whole episode, you just see me like in just the, standing there behind behind the the panel, right? Like they did like three sixty CD, and you just see me that whole episode. <laughs> That's it. Did you go to your college? Because a bunch yeah, of my friends got on TV yeah, the same way. Yeah. Sally and Jesse, they were yeah. on. That's we pretty did. funny. That and Ernie and Astis had a show. We went to that too. <laughs> Ernie and Astis, fucking Ernie. <laughs> That's too funny. All right. Well, there you go. There's a, there's a bona fides. We have yeah. we have television and game show bona fides. I guess so. Podcast. We are experts. I I can't compare it to your resume. Well, listen, not everybody can. We're getting you on the show again. Yes. You got to come come out of retirement. All right. We'll do some research. We'll find the right show. I like that show though, the movie show. That sounds like a great concept. Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah. I enjoyed it. A couple. Of, I was teaching in the Bronx that time. A couple of mm-hmm. kids. I saw you on TV. I'm like, oh, they're gonna make fun of me because I was on TV. I was acting right. stupid. They're like, you lost. Well, all right, that's the best you got. Right. Okay. All right, I'll fine with that. Yeah, You're right. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. They plucked your eyebrows. I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Have you had your eyebrows plucked ever since then? I will tell you that I realized at that moment that I had enough of a unibrow where I had to take care of it, okay. so I am a frequent plucker. Right. I will acknowledge that with no problem. It needs to be done. When I get my hair cut, they typically give me a little... Uh, nice. Well, I need to. Yeah, I'm, I got the hair in the wrong places. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so here are some things we're not going to include right. in this, and I thought we should mention this straight out. These serial competition shows, mm-hmm. week after week, Survivor, uh, Amazing Race, those don't count. Yeah, those aren't traditional game shows. I agree. I mean, I love Survivor. Back in the day, that was my thing. But yeah. did you, do you still watch it? Not really. M does. Okay. So M still watches it and everything. So you know, it's good to like hear it. And yeah. Stuff. It, I don't think it's changed. I don't think so know, either. Since then, but I was in to the point where I printed out the application. At work, really? and I was going to do it, but you needed to like six months away or something like that. Oh wow, that's so, crazy! Yeah, you thought you can do it, huh? I, I to this day, I think I can go and win. Really? It. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it since two thousand and three. I got but... like the nice guy persona, but I uh, can, you know. Oh, you could be a scumbag. Yeah, know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, you know. Wow, but how even this not eating thing, the eating bugs thing, all that stuff. That. Yeah, yeah huh? I'd eat, throw anything. Go ahead, I'll eat it. <laughs> You want to give me a donkey testicle? Oh, I'll eat it. It's fine. That might be our next podcast. What will Gary eat? Oh, man. I remember in the first couple of years, people were so into it. I remember being in, like, uh, Survivor Fantasy League, where you would pick a person or two oh, yeah. to make it, and then you, like, win. Wow. That's crazy, yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, that's cool. But not, it doesn't fit. It doesn't right. fit. And dating shows. Those are game shows, nah. technically. But, like, even Love Connection, I wouldn't count them. Nah. You know, and that was Chuck Woolery. I was so. going to say that was a Chuck Woolery vehicle yeah <laughs> you can call it that sure uh, all right so let's just talk in g- generalities okay before we get to the specific shows each decade seems to have their own wheelhouse here. yes now i have my description but feel free to kind of vamp on this well what in 1970s what did you see that as i mean i think you described it in right. the, the show sheet really well like boozy like drug induced people like some weird ass people on these shows yep. you yep. know uh, and and they push the they got away with stuff that you 
you would think you can get away with today, but you can't. No, 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 100% yeah. not. Like right. Richard Dawson, no way in hell yeah. is hosting a game show in 2020. No way. Nope, 100%. You're right. And there's a, that very famous clip from the Newlywood game. This is from the 70s, mm -hmm. I think, where the question was, what was the most uncomfortable place you've ever had whoopee? Yeah. And they, and they had a they, the outtake was, the guy said, in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the... Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and it was like bras were optional. They were all in California. Yeah. So all these California girls coming yeah. out of tank tops, jumping around, kissing Bob Barker. It was, uh, it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't think there was any regulation or anything. And, mm -hmm. and the shows weren't, they were fine, you know, but. I, some of my favorites were from the 70s. I all think right. they improve over time, but we'll get to that. All right, all right. Yeah. 80s, I found to be uh, really good concepts. Like they yeah. were out there, but it was very cheesy. Yeah, I think the 80s kind of like refined the 70s a little bit and, you know, took those ideas and made them a little more solid and, mm -hmm. you know, a little more clear, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the graphics, you know, yeah. the entry graphics, even I always remember Press Your Luck is one of my favorites, but mm -hmm. like the, what were they called? I forget the Noids. The Noid is from Domino's. It was named for those guys, weren't they, in Press Your Luck? I don't remember. I gotta uh, look at No them. whammies. No whammies. whammies. No whammies. That was it. Yeah. And you know, they were just horribly cheesy. But, yeah. Uh, it was good. Uh, the 2000s, there aren't that many shows I can point to, but it was event television. It yeah. Was a, the night, in the 2000s, it came back with a vengeance in prime time. Yeah, like, it, it was, was like ridiculous. watch, like you wanted to watch yep. and, to, and see what happened. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they took it too far. I think they kind of, I think maybe it was more aptly said that Millionaire was event TV. Mm -hmm. And the ones they tried to follow tried to replicate that. But they just, couldn't. You couldn't. And then Millionaire even screwed it up after a while. I mean, yeah. you get tired of the cycle and everything. Yeah, yeah, But, um... Yeah, the, the whole Regis thing was pretty wild. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was well learned. It was good. And I, again, there's a lot of room, a lot of time. It's only 2021, obviously. Right. The the last couple of years, if they're back in primetime. Yeah. Now, that was never a thing. They're in primetime now. Yeah. I think the the pandemic kind of influenced that. Mm -hmm. I think people got back into gaming. Yeah. And I think that was one probably one of the more easy things to start filming again. Yeah. There are those games. Yeah. Like even like Kevin Hart does like a virtual one uh -huh. on um, E. I think I watched it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And they're super cheap to produce. Yeah. So I think it makes sense for the networks now with ratings being what they are, not yeah. like they used to be. If you can save money and get the same amount of eyeballs for a, an hour long drama, mm -hmm. you might as well do it. But for there's sure. some big names. I, I wouldn't even say formally big names, like still big names hosting these game shows at night. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So let's run through the decades. All right. And let's try to pick out some of our favorites. Um, I already mentioned it, so I'll start with the 70s and say Match Game to me was probably the, the epitome of game showing in my life. I won't lie to you. I didn't watch a lot of Match Game, so you take it over. Tell, but the, the gist is they had six non-celebrities, but people you knew well enough who were liquored up mm -hmm. and saying funny and inappropriate things. Every, every question was just layered with double entendre and right. opportunity for that stuff. The contestants were, to a person, dumb as dirt. I mean, the, the amount of times that the audience would groan when they missed the obvious answer happened like six times an episode. And I'll tell you, they had regulars, and the best regular they had, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson was the king of match game. He always had the best answer, always had a funny comment, always had his shirt buttoned down five buttons too low, mm -hmm. always smoking a cigarette, always had a drink next to him. He was just the epitome of cool. If, if we did a... a episode on like greatest uh you know game show persona oh, he may win because not only did he host not only was he on match 
but he won the Celebrity Jeopardy back in the day too. Like Did he really? they had like the celebrity tournament and it was like one of the first he he made it to the semifinals the year the first year that and then the second year he won it. He won. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. That's yeah. going back pretty far. Yeah. And he was good in running man with Schwarzenegger. Shockingly. Good. Yeah. 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 He's got a good history. Yeah. He's dead, right? He's a long, long time probably, right? I, I feel like yes, but my question is more what year than is he dead, I guess, because he was he wasn't young in seventy five. Search history is like out of control. <laughs> if they haven't checked. Let's see. Uh, uh, twenty twelve. Uh, all right, nine years ago. I thought mm -hmm. oh wow, he was uh he was eighty. All right. Yeah. So that means in the seventies he was only he was in his forties. Yep. He looked older to me. But we always Everybody, say that everyone, everyone did. Yep. Sparky everyone Anderson did. was twenty seven with gray right. hair smoking a cigarette. Look at all the picture, every picture of him is kissing somebody. He's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Uh, so for me, the match game was just everything the 70s were supposed yeah. to be in game show format. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite from the 70s? I mean, honestly, Password. Password is fucking great. Loved Password. Love password. And, it, and it had its renaissance in the 80s. Yep. Uh, Super Password, yep. which I thought was great. And I that I would come home and watch. Or when I was homesick, Password would be on. And that was like a huge family game too. That that we'd have like tournaments on Christmas. Oh wow! Everything like that. So yeah, loved password. Loved the concept. Loved the the kind of you know they did the celebrities. Yep. Um, and then you know the the and I just loved the whole the whole concept of the game. I remember Alan Ludden was the host in the seventies. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the change in the eighties for password? I'm trying to think. I don't remember Alan, Alan Ludden being that much no. in the eighties. He might have died actually. Burke Convy. Bert Convy. Bert Convy, Bert Convy is underrated yes. as a host. Now, wait a minute. Can we check what Bert Convy did? I remember he did that. I remember he did um, Cattle Tales with uh, the celebrity spouses. Let's see. Bert Convy, what's my line? To tell Man. the truth, match game. Oh, that must have been in the 80s. Yep. Oh, match game 90. There you password, go. Password. Uh, super password. I feel like he did more than this. Oh, win, lose, or draw. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was, was a good draw. one. We forgot about them. Yeah. I remember the Vicky Lawrence version of that. Mm-hmm. He died pretty young. I think he had cancer, right? I think so. Let's see. Let's 91, age 57. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. I feel like I remember him in more. That's weird. Me too. Me too. He's just so good. That's what happened. Yeah, Password was great. I'll give you that one for sure. All right, I'll give you another one. I'll give you, um, I like Let's Make a Deal a lot. And that made a comeback too. Yep. But um, the original was the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was again so seventies. The costumes were ridiculous. Yeah, people wearing the costumes coming yeah. in. The, the whole concept, loved it, loved it. It was ridiculous. It, Completely. Like I, I know it kind of made a little comeback and stuff, but I think that's a show that has to stay in the seventies. Yeah. You know, yep. any reboot that they try, it just doesn't work. I mean, the one on now, if I put it on, like, I'm, I'm entertained, but it's not the yeah. same thing. You're right, 100%. And then, yeah. like, the lexicon, door number one, door number two, that all comes from, I believe. I think so. Let's make a deal. Yeah. Yeah, everything was perfect. That host was on a bunch of stuff, too. He was good. Can we get, I'm sorry, I'm going to do research. Um, but he did, um, I think he did Sale of the Century as well. Yeah, he was all over the place. Yeah. Gonna give us Wayne Brady. We don't want Wayne Brady, motherfucker. <laughs> no, that's the Wayne Brady one. See, Wayne Brady. He's actually pretty funny. I'll give him credit, especially on Chappelle's show. <laughs> <laughs> Monty Hall. Oh, Monty Hall. Monty Hall was great. Yeah. You know, a lot of these great '70s shows 
the game shows were on my favorite 70s TV show, The Odd Couple. Password is one of the best Odd Couple episodes oh ever. Oh, God. That I would mean, be the one we would always do. My Uncle Pat again. Yeah, right. we'd, play, we'd, be, we'd be like, and the boys are on the phone. <laughs> like, that was the epitome. Aristophanes. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> the greatest. That is of, of a show full of great episodes. Mm-hmm. That is by far for me the greatest. Yep. My that father's hysterically laughing right now <laughs> that you just dropped the Aristophanes. Oh my god, we we should do it on a couple episodes just for me, you and him. Yeah, because I can do I can do it right now. Yeah, without even prepping. Um, yeah, so they were on um, Password. They were on Let's Make a Deal as the Horse. Mm-hmm. They, That's right. <laughs> yes. I think that was it with game shows for them. Did Oscar go on a dating game? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. But I wish he did. That would have been terrific. Um, all right, so we've gone through password. Let's make a deal match game. Are you bringing up uh, you bring, oh, dating game? Okay, Oscar good. tries to rally Felix to get back in. No, that's, no, just that's like, no, not the no, not the dating. No, game. they didn't do it. All right, I made that up. I should have wrote that episode as a spec script and gotten some money. Uh, what else do you want to go with in the 70s? Um, love family feud. I, oh, I, yeah, mean, I mean, family feuds, obvious. Now, this is a tough one, though. I put it the 70s. But it's been on for approximately 100 years. Forever. And we're going to get to that when we get into the 80s because there's some that start late 70s and they're still on today. Yeah, right, right. Um, what would you say is the Haley family feud? The Richard Dawson years, Right, for that's sure. 70s, maybe early 80s. Maybe, and that was uh, what's the guy's name? Anderson. Louis Anderson? Louis oh Anderson. Oh my God. <laughs> they just picked anybody. Yeah. Who was mean, the guy that killed himself? Ray Combs. Ray Combs. And right. then you had the guy from um, Home Improvement. It was awful. Oh, Richard Kahn? Yeah. Awful. Yeah, bad. Really bad. Oh, I like Steve Harvey on it. He's yeah, listen, and I'm not a big Steve Harvey fan. Right, but right, I think he does a decent job. Here's my two problems with Steve Harvey. Number one, it's the Steve Harvey show featuring Family Feud. Right, it's a little bit frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. Number two, he has this verbal tick where whenever there's two strikes, he goes, "Got to be careful here." Every time, like, what do you mean? Like you know the answer? You know what is it? What, what do you mean? Like it's only a trap door. What are you being careful about? Every fucking now time, there's two strikes. Every time, every time. <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. Are we uh, missing a host? I think those are the big ones: Karn, Anderson, uh, Harvey, and of course Dawson. Yeah, I think those I mean, are the only ones. Yeah, happen. you can't tell me the heydays anything but Dawson. Yeah, it's 70s. Dawson. Yeah, seventies, and he was in the eighties too. Maybe right? a little bit. Yeah, I think in a couple of years, but I think it went off the air for a while. It did. And they brought it back with Ray Combs. Let's see, Richard Dawson. I mean, beyond just like his outfits, his carnation on his suit, the kissing. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just, it was a whole show within a show with him. It really was. But see, the same criticism you gave Harvey, you could say the same thing. But it, it was more about the aura than it was right. about the action. Like, besides the kissing, he just did his job. He, you know, he made a couple of funny jokes. But I mean, right. Steve Harvey's doing the whole, I'm laughing in the middle of the studio thing. I'm falling down. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the camera, breaking the fourth wall. It's right. funny. But after, like, you know, minute 22 of that or episode gotcha. 400 of that, I'm just like, you know what, Steve? Take it down five notches. <laughs> Steve Harvey anger. I got a little Steve Harvey. Apparently, I do. I didn't know it. I didn't even know it. Um, I wasn't a big dating game guy, but that was obviously a pretty big show. You have to mention it. Yeah. You have to mention it. Again, I, we kind of, you know, the dating shows, the newlywed game, which is on Yeah, us. yeah. Eh. So, yeah, the dating game never did it for me. Newlywed game, I, I watched in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, you watched it, and I think that was one of the things with the 80s that was so cool. Like, you actually did watch these shows because they were on all day long. Yeah. And, like, there was different – like, syndication really had them 
just all over the place. Yeah. So. And for me, at least, at least um, until 87, there wasn't anything else on. There was right. five channels, and that was all exactly. they had. Every channel had a game show or a soap opera. Yep. That was it. You going to do a soap opera broadcast? I did Data Girl once. It was a big Days of Our Lives fan. And when I would work in the summer locally, okay. I would come home and have lunch with her, and we watched Days of Our Lives together. Right. So I got to know, you know, Stefano. And, Stefano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I knew nice. a little bit. A little nice bit. Done. I had it for a while, a couple of summers. That was it, though. Did you? Uh, no, no, I mean, no. Uh, I'll give you these. I'll give you these two. One of them really isn't a game show, but it's worth mentioning. But I'll mention name that tune. I wish thought it was funny. You know, I, I like the concept. I mean, we tried to reboot that a oh, couple constantly, of times. constantly. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites, but again, it's not a game show. It was limited. It was once a year. Battle of the Network Stars was awesome. fucking great. Awesome, yeah. And I hate that they try to recreate it. It should be better, but it's just not. No. Yeah, it, like I, there's only so much of Rob Riggle I can see running around <laughs> saying stuff, you know. Yeah, you know now it's like a, a cottage industry of sea level celebrities going on these types yep. game type shows. Um, back in the seventies, you had less celebrities because there were less media, right? And those people, while in actuality were probably B or C level, they mm -hmm. were like what you knew. Right. I watched Tom Tom Wolpat every week on Dukes of Hazard, and having him on. Yeah. Title Network Stars was a big deal. That's true. That's true. And um, the one Twitter account I, I love more than any other, which I sent to you all the yeah. time, is Super 70 Sports. Love and he that. will often post some of the things from there. And and the video of some of the 70s actresses in the dunk tank with no bra <laughs> is will live on in my mind forever. So as we said, things start to shift a bit in the 80s, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a lot less, I wouldn't say a lot less kitsch, but a lot less 70s. I mean, it yeah. was a distinct difference from the 70s to 80s. It wasn't much better, but it was different. Um, but a lot of good game shows in the 80s. And this yeah. is, I think, we're a little bit biased, right? This is our home from school, yeah. summer vacation. It is what it is. Uh, what was your favorite game show from the 80s? So many. And I'm going to save my absolute favorite game show of all time for a little later. Me too. Um, I loved Scrabble. Yeah. 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 That was Bullery. Yep. Chuck Chuck. That was Bullery. It was just, like, simple. It was great. It was, it was just a... Really simple but good show. Cheesy mm. graphics. Yeah, you know, like it had it all. And Chuck, Chuck is a great cat. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where people live long enough, or the world changes enough. All the people used to like have a like a soft spot for. Mm -hmm. you fucking ruin it. Chuck Willery is a great a asshole now. Is he really? Oh my god. Oh god. I mean, oh I've lost touch with Chuck. I don't think I've heard about him since the eighties. I mean, if I can make a list of great a assholes, like Chachi is first, oh, Chuck well, Willery is second. I, it's Wow. It's a shame, yeah. Wow. And, uh, Chuck is, and it's not. You should be surprised, right? I mean, he's like a middle-aged, rich white guy, right. tan, head to toe, and right. whatever. Anyway, yeah, Scrabble was great. I mean, he had a good run of the '80s. He was everywhere. Yeah. He really was. He was. I used to watch Love Connection again. Some of these shows I watched because they were on. Right. For no other reason. The fact that I was, I don't know, nine. Yeah. And watching Love Connection. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What the fuck are my parents? Why am I watching? Love Listen, it was on three in the afternoon. Partly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that was the thing. You turn on the TV and, and you'd be watching. And yeah. I don't think anyone was as hypersensitive as they are today. Yeah. In terms of like what you're watching and stuff. Like, I don't think you'd let your kids watch dating game and stuff like no. that. No. Love connection. No. Right. We had, we had a block team Nick in my house. Because it was a little wow. too much. Some Team Nick is rough these days. It's not, but for a six-year-old or eight-year-old, it was when they right. were six and eight. It was right. a little much. Well, you know, the teenagers in high school, and you know, Daddy, what does this mean? I'm like, oh, motherfucker, oh, Jesus. Yeah, not right. ready for that. Yeah, yeah. It's that's the hard part. Like, 
I'm a, I want them to be exposed to everything. I right. don't want to explain it to <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, my parents didn't teach me about sex. Right. I got that in school. Yeah. Fourth grade, they thought teaching us about. You figured it out. Yeah, well, eventually. <laughs> I'm still working on it. But like even just at the basic, you know, penis and the vagina, I got that in school, fourth right. grade, Mrs. Kramer, sex ed class. So whatever they called it. I mean, they didn't call it sex ed. A lot of people got it like from kindergarten cup. <laughs> Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an underrated movie. I haven't that. seen it in forever, but I do remember thinking that that's yeah. probably an accurate representation. Yeah. Underrated movie. That's pretty that funny. Might be Arnold's best movie. Wow. Really? That's another podcast. <laughs> but that might be his yeah. best movie. That's good. All right, my turn. Yeah. I'm going with Card Sharks. I yeah. fucking loved Hire Bob. <laughs> that was my first part on the show sheet. I couldn't think of the name. So I wrote Hire Bob Show. Hire Bob Show. <laughs> oh, my God. That show was great. It couples like my favorite things. Trivia, mm -hmm. gambling. I mean, it was all like, do you remember the show at all? Vaguely. You have to answer a question. And if you got the question, oh, it was like a... Which one is closer? Like, which percentage of men consider oh, themselves yeah, yeah. to oh, be? Oh, I do remember. And then, if show. you win, you would get a card, and yeah. you have to say higher or lower. The next card will be higher or lower. Yeah. So no, if you I get do. like a king, and the and money cards, yeah, yeah, you can run the whole table. King, you go lower. Mm -hmm. Best part was when they would get a king, and they would go lower, all confident, and they pull the fucking ace. <laughs> you know, like suck it. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good show. And Eubanks, I like Eubanks too. Yeah. Eubanks. He was smarmy. But in a in a in a way that I found interesting, <laughs> and not likable, but I found him interesting. It was that haircut. He was tall. He fit the concept of the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Newly yeah. game and and this yeah. show for sure. Yeah, like back room shit. That's Bob Eubanks. Card sharks. Well done. Though. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Like card sharks a lot. I'll go next. Yeah, pyramid. <sighs> Love me some pyramid. Yeah, yeah. Margaret and I would record it. Mm -hmm. Like the old version or the new one. What yeah. would we find? And we would. I would mute it, and I would try. To, I would give her clues. That is awesome. Yeah, so I did, we would play the game, and it was a lot. Of, that is one of the greatest concepts yeah. ever invented. Love. Yep. And, and all yeah. all the the different versions of it have been great. I think it's always funny that kept adding money. Twenty thousand yeah. dollar pyramid, fifty thousand no. dollar pyramid. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the inflation, man. Um, Dick Clark was great too. Yep. Dick Clark was great. Mm -hmm. He was such a good host. Yeah, and I think it was because he's not. I guess he's a host. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like he was just a step above the typical host. Yes. You know? Yeah, gravitas. Yeah. The guy did New Year's Eve for 100 years. This is true. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's the gravitas. Where, he, where you just feel like he's got it and, yeah. and, and and that's it. But he was more behind the scenes on a lot of these shows, too, yep. you know, with the producing and everything. Yep. So it was, it, love that show. Again, home version of it, mm -hmm. growing up and everything. So really cool. That show always I thought was funny because, um, the guests, the stars, yeah. were completely nobodies. Yep. There was nobody you knew in that show ever. But it was smart. They chose good players. Yeah. You never had a bad celebrity player on that show ever. Right. And that's why they picked guys you never heard of before. True. And that might be the one knock on the later reboots of it. Mm -hmm. They would have a slightly bigger star who you could tell just doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, I tried watching the straight hand version I, yeah. and I had a hard time. I was annoyed because I liked the show so much yeah. and you're exactly right. They were fucking used to be on the Dick Clark one. If you didn't get seven, that was like a big fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you on this one you get the four, you're lucky. Right. That was yeah, they were good players. And I always just love how at the very end with the big one, the big board, and they were stuck on one, and Dick Clark would just waltz in. He would like slide in and go, 
and they give you the best clue possible. That's right. And the guy would say it, and then they slub you like, oh, damn it, I didn't think of that. <laughs> and fucking Dick sitting back there for it. Right. He wrote the question. He wrote the question. And he's coming in there to be the smartest guy in the room. I, that's right. He used to like slide in. Yes. What if I said? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dick. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know anybody who goes by Dick? I don't. No, me neither. I don't. I have a brother in law named Richard, and he's a dick. So right. We Defense. refer to him as a dick, yeah. But yeah. I don't know anybody. I had a gym teacher in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, he went by death. He went by death. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anybody I know. I always think it's funny. Like, I understand times change, mm -hmm. but like the pitching coach, Dick Pohl. Yeah. I mean, really? Like, uh -huh. nobody caught that? Nobody caught no that. No one said the word Dick in 1933. Right. I can't believe that. Yeah. I don't know. There's a really great SNL at, uh, skit from this is 100 years ago, uh, probably the 90s. It was Nicholas Cage. And he's sitting with his wife and they're thinking about baby names. And she would pitch him like a normal name, uh -huh. like Bob. And he would come up with this outlandish thing. Oh, they're going to call him this. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Every name she gave him, he made up some crazy thing. And so finally, towards the end of the skit, there's a knock on the door. And he goes to open it. And there's like a mailman there. You have a package for a uh, Mr. Asswipe? He goes, it's Asswipe. Asswipe. I remember that. That's funny. Uh, but Dick Pohl, you got to think like. Yeah. That's not happening. No. It's not Richard Pohl. And he chose Dick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his personal choice. That's right. There's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, man. Is it my turn? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go for Press Your Luck. Ooh, I right. That show was not, like, I didn't find it very interesting. Mm -hmm. The whole the whole thing that made it interesting was two things. It was the button you pushed and the thing stopped yep. at the right, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then there was the whammies. And in 1983, the whammies were. Whammies are a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. It was deal. new. Yeah, it yeah. was different. But, like, you know, the questions were awful. How you accumulated spins and passing spins. Yeah. Very complicated. That was a complicated show. Yeah. But that was also one that was on, like, middle of the afternoon. Yes. So yes. I, I vaguely remember, like, my grandmother watching Press Your Luck. You know, it's <laughs> like her. her show. Right. Yeah, that's right. The two, yeah. two viewers. That was, like, high tech, though, with that yeah. big board and all the things mm -hmm. lighting up and everything. That's why the 80s were great. Yeah. Like, it was, like, just the beginning of all. Yes, stuff, you're yeah. exactly right. Yep. Yeah. That's what like war games with Matthew Broderick was a big yeah. deal, right? That's a great movie. I don't remember it at all. Uh, really? Shocker. I didn't watch I it mean, for my VH1 game show, so I don't right. know. That's, I, I remember in my mind that's a great movie. But like now it. you watch it, it's gotta be ridiculous, right? I mean, the but, whole thing's gotta be so outdated. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. it's gotta put his phone to get on the internet. <laughs> oh, the internet. Yeah. The internet. Maybe three. It was like a direct dial kind oh, of thing. Oh wow. Yeah, but we had internet in the eighties. Like I remember that with my um, Commodore sixty four. Really? Yeah. And you put, you'd have to, you'd use your phone line, and it was like, what? I, you'd go in. It was like called CompuServe or something. Like right. that. that was the '90s. I thought that was the '80s. No, it was '80s. Yeah. I mean, I've made this show more about me being a loser than anything else. So I'm going to give you another story about me being a loser. So it's 19. I'm going to say it was '88. Give or take. Okay. I'm 12 years old, and my two best friends on my block have Commodore 64s, and we go to the house to play hardball every yeah, day. Yeah, I had that. Loved it. Yeah. And my mom, dad. Please get me a Commodore 64. Oh, I know that where the story's you going. Do I told you the story already? I, I tried to buy you one <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> Couldn't get it. <laughs> Thank you. I, the nice thing anyone's ever done for you before. My parents couldn't do that. So we, we were poor as balls. I'll tell the story anyway, by the way. No, I, I want to. The audience deserves <laughs> The audience of 12. Listen to this story, motherfucker. So we were very low income. Mm -hmm. um, I begged, and they said, uh, we'll see what we can do. So Christmas morning comes, and it's a big box of the tree. 
And typically, my my theory was always the bin boxes for last. Not right. this time. I knew what this was, and mm -hmm. I was gonna open it, and I was gonna hook it up and open the rest later on. Right. I open it up, and it's not a Commodore sixty four. It's a computer. Yeah. It's a fucking Tandy. Tandy from Radio Shack. <laughs> I lost my shit. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I, and listen, looking back, understanding what budgets are like. Right. And, I feel a little bad about it. It's but not your finest moment. But no, you probably 12. not. But I was twelve, and I listened. Yeah. I, you couldn't borrow. There's not a, a, a loan shark. I mean, that was the loan sharks for other things. He couldn't go for this. I mean, really. I mean, he wanted to put money on Tampa Bay plus twelve. He went to a loan shark for that. He couldn't find money for a fucking Commodore sixty four. You weren't missing much. Oh, the candy was so bad. Like I played on it. It was just not the same. <laughs> And maybe if it was close enough, I just didn't care because it wasn't the right, right. name. And I, right. All right. I still think I deserve the fucking Commodore. You did. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're hard to find, man. <laughs> did you really look? Yeah. I was on eBay. <laughs> like when you told me the story, it was a few years ago. Yes. And I was on eBay. And <laughs> the funny part of that was Commodore 64. And then I look and there's like a Tandy online. <laughs> and I was going to get that. But <laughs> I would be cold. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm mean, opening a little excited, I mean, reliving my childhood, being in Dr. Ron's office. Oh my God! All right, your turn. Um, Hollywood Squares. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Love me a Hollywood yeah. Squares, really, because I like the amount of celebrity. Like yes. it was just like a dead, and they're all in their square, and you know they joke around with each other in the other square. Hey, be quiet down there. Right. You know, yes. That kind of thing. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I like John Davidson too. Yeah. I shouldn't have. Like he was like the pretty boy kind of statue. Right. But I liked him. I thought he was good. And then now the center square was typically the same person, like for yeah. a run, right? Over yeah. Joan Rivers was there for a while. Mm -hmm. Trying to think who else was like Jim J. Bullock. Jim J. Bullock was like a staple on that show, yeah. even well past too close for comfort yeah. when he really shouldn't have been anywhere. Yeah, he was on that show. That's a very good call. You're right. I was uh, is uh, Sandra Bullock and him related? We're married. No, I'm just kidding. No. He's gay as a yeah. no. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think you would have heard that by now, right? I, I don't know. Look yeah, it look it up. Yeah. Um, I didn't like about that show, first of all, they gave them the answers, which kind of sucked, the celebrities. Right. And they also wrote really, really bad jokes. Like, even the funny people had jokes written for them. Nope. <laughs> he is not in any way <laughs> related. He's not even part of the human race. That's right. All right. So, yeah, the jokes were corny. The answers were bad. But it was still, you're right. It was having nine, quote, unquote, celebrities in one place. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It was simple, too. And it was Kids simple. Tell. And I like that they changed it up so it wasn't the same celebrities other yeah. than the center square. Right, right, right. You know, and I thought it was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that had to run for a while, too, I think. But the 80s were definitely. Yeah, 80s was the heyday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um. All right, my, I don't remember Joker's Wild that much, but I put it on here. You remember Joker's Wild? No. All right, forget it. Um, all right, so we have we have four left. One of them is my favorite of all time. Oh. And one of them is my second favorite of I all wonder time. If it, I wonder if it's my favorite. You want to do, is I and J one of your favorites? Jeffrey yeah. and Wheel? Yeah. It is. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's yeah. do um, let's do Price is Right then. I want to save your favorite for the okay. last. Price is Right for me, it, it ran forever. Mm -hmm. It still runs, right? Yeah. But I don't count the Drew Carey one. No, no fault of his own. But Bob Barker clearly is. Yeah. Right. He's the he's the one. Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore, one oh of the best God. guest spots ever. Hundred percent. Yeah. That was, I mean, amazing. He was yeah. an old man back then too. Yeah. I mean, obviously he didn't roll down the hill. That was a stuntman, I'm right. sure. But just the whole thing that he took the prices wrong pitch, yeah. like everything. 
<laughs> it's delivery. Awesome. Yes. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. That show has so many memorable games in it. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. It's not the same game every day. Right. It's a different set of games. What was your favorite one? Plinko. Plinko was fucking yeah. awesome. Plus, it helps that I just hit 500 on a Plinko slot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Plinko's, yeah. Plinko's my go-to. Uh, Plinko's the best. We did a, when we were kids, kids, when we were in college, we did a drink up. And we nice. made a Plinko board, and wherever it landed, you had to drink that much. That's awesome. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, Plinko was the one you always wanted to see. Yeah. Always. The only one, uh, the, my second favorite, maybe my first, and Plinko was second, was the Yodeler. Remember the Yodeler? Mm-hmm. All right, so the premise was they gave you an item, or a bunch mm-hmm. of items, right, but one at a time, and you had to guess the price. Okay. And for every cent you went over, they had this, like, mm-hmm. it was basically a popsicle stick with a drawing of a Yodel, of a, like a, a guy in lederhosen. Right. Going up a hill. <laughs> And every notch in the hill was a penny over. And so he would they would play yodeling. Right. And he would go up the hill and stop when he went far enough. So you never know when he's actually going to fall off the hill and you're going to lose. Wow. Oh, it was terrific. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good yeah. one. Yep. I like that. And Plinko are my two favorites. Yeah. But they were all good. I mean, the one with the car and you had to, like, move the pieces yep. around. It was, you what what was great about that show is there was a million different games in it, yeah. you know? So you weren't watching the same thing every day. Like, yep. Hollywood Squares or anything like that. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. That might be one of the best game shows of all time. Yeah. Not my favorite. My top three. But it's got to be among the best. I think it's probably the best. I agree. All right. I didn't latch on to it, like like you said. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. Right. But it's always on. Always. always. Although I, I haven't seen a Jim, uh, Jim Carrey. Jim <laughs> Carrey. I might watch it if it's Jim Carrey, but he knows me too. <laughs> I think I've heard a couple of times. They had a couple of primetime ones. Right. About 11 o'clock every morning. Price is right. Yep. I mean, you couldn't lose. It was after dying. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and also people were crazy in the audience. I was yeah. always fun when they came up and you bet $1. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a yeah. good game. All right, give me the one that's left that's not your favorite. From the 80s. From the 80s. The one that's like, uh, Wheel of Fortune. I'm not a big deal. I mean, my wife is, like, I need to get her on the show. She Really? Gets, she gets those puzzles within, like, two seconds. Wow. Now, she's afraid she would freeze um, if she got on. Like, that's why she goes, I'll probably get there and, and freeze up. But tell, tell the Uncle Pat story? Yeah. Tell the whole story? Yeah. So You tell that. We'll make fun of her for the yeah, rest of her for life. for the rest of her life. Fear. But she gets, she will sit there, like, two or three letters that come up, and she's got the puzzles. Wow. Up. Yeah. It, she's really, really good. I don't know how she does it, but. We should go out. We'll find one for me. We'll right. put her on Wheel of Fortune. There we go. I keep telling her, you can do all these tests at home now, too. Could you? Yeah. Jeopardy's online. Wheel of Fortune's online. Oh, wow. Yeah. But she's really good. The one thing with Wheel of Fortune, they've had a really good... They went, like... It started in the 70s, in the day. Then they had, like, two. They were one of the few game shows that had prime time uh-huh. and a daytime, and then finally this. And you have a long run with, you know, Vanna and Pat Sajak, right. who are still going strong. Like, I still watch Wheel of Fortune. Wow. Because Crystal will well, she it, loves you know. it. But, um, yeah, I, I get angry at the players. I <laughs> yeah. they buy vowels way too much. Yeah. Like, they get 200. I'm going to buy a vowel. Why? Spin the wheel. Come on. For me, everything changed when they got rid of the shopping area. Remember that? Yes. That was so much better than just giving them cash or trips. Right. They would, like, pan the camera so slowly up and down. Mm-hmm. It was almost, like, relaxing when they did yeah. it. And they would pick out things they wanted to buy. That's that was right. terrific. That's when Vanna had to work. Yeah, well, Vanna does. Now she's just like touching. That's it. She doesn't even yeah. turn the, the letters around yeah. anymore. There's nothing to it at all. Yeah. You're right. You're right. No. The one thing with the current Wheel of Fortune that like drives me insane 
like they have like a prize round where they win a trip, but they mm -hmm. count that as their money value. Oh so yeah, yeah. They end up winning, and I'm like, no way. There's no. one guy clearly better, and then you got this like schmuck who gets lucky on like one oh, puzzle, shit. and he goes to the finals. I thought they count it like at the end to the total, but it counts if you go on to the left. Wow, yeah. that's fucked up. Yep. So, yeah, oh, that's that's, that's why it can't be the greatest show of all time. I agree. Or my favorite, I agree. But... All right, my favorite show of all time, not even close, Remote Control. Remember really? the show on MTV? Yeah. Love that show. That was a really good show. Oh, my God. It was yeah. so good. I mean, first of all, you had Colin Quinn as a young guy. Yeah. He was hilarious back then. Yeah. He's still pretty funny. Uh, the host was whatever. He was the host. And then you had the really hot girl. It was always a really hot girl. Mm -hmm. My favorite was Kari. I was in love with Kari. I remember Kari. Oh, my oh God. yeah. Kari was gorgeous. Yeah. Such a I totally Kari. forgot about that show, but that's oh. fun. I used to religiously watch that yes. show. Yes. Yeah. If I was old enough, that's a show I would have been on. I wasn't. I was only like 13. Right. But, uh, I mean, I watched it every single mm -hmm. night. It was on like 7.30 and 11. Yeah. And I would watch it full times. I remember when I first found it, I didn't even have cable. I was at a friend's house. And I was like, this is a cable. What the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> Put up the wires. I'm missing the world. I'm missing Kari every night. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that show. And it just didn't last that long, unfortunately. No. Um, but it, it had a shelf life. It had it gone mainstream instead of just M MTV at that time, I think it would have had a good run. You know what? They tried that. This is, I, really? I know I wrote control. Wow. They syndicated it, but they changed the game because it wasn't on MTV anymore. Right. So it was a different final. Mm. It just didn't work the same. And it just never took off. And then they just got rid of right. it. Um, I remember one episode <laughs> in particular. It was a celebrity one. And they actually had real celebrities. I, remember, I forget who the third one was. But in the final was LL Cool J and Weird Al. Wow. And so it was a music episode. Like they had three musicians. So the final like lightning round was Beatles songs. And LL Cool J put down his uh, his buzzer and just <laughs> sat there. And then Weird Al's hitting the ball. It's not really fair. It's culturally inappropriate. It's true. Culturally unfair. Um, and the other thing was Adam Sandler was on there too. Colin Quinn and Adam Sandler were both on um, on remote control. Yep. Adam Sandler was the stud boy. That's right. That's right. Stud boy. Yeah. Wow. That's that somebody else. That else. show gets bonus points just for all that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it started a lot of careers and everything. Yep. Yeah. It was hilarious. That's my favorite one of all time. All right. That, so, uh, give me your favorite. And I mean, it's like cliche or whatever, but I love Jeopardy. Yeah. Huh? I think Jeopardy is the greatest show. Like I just, the strategy involved, picking the categories. Yep. And there's some nights where like, I know nothing. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I could never go on Jeopardy ever. And I, I never will even try because I know I don't know enough, but like, there's nights when they got a baseball category yeah. on, or you know a pop culture category. Like I'll run it and I'll be like, "Yeah, I got this," you know that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I love it all. I love the the simplicity of the game. Mm -hmm. um, it hasn't changed very much no. at all. Um, you know, I had the, the whole long run with Trebek. Yeah. Um, the Saturday Night Live sketches with Sean Connery. <laughs> That's and right. That, some of the best stuff. So yeah, yeah, out of the '80s and and it's still going today. Yeah. You know, and I think they get that that and Wheel get some bonus for like still going strong yeah. today and and basically being two very simple games. Yeah, you're right. That hasn't changed their format Hang all that much. Just a regular quiz show, right? Basically, you know. What were you, did you watch when they had all the host tryout? Yeah. Oh, I was all in. Did you have a preference? <sighs> um. Yeah. The Ken Jennings. Yeah, he was like the best host out of all of them. I thought he was. I thought it was a shoe in. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't get it. I think because he's doing that other game show, the yeah, one, the chase, the chase. Yeah. So I, I think I read that, but now he's going to be doing like some of them. Okay. Blossom's doing a lot of them, and then yeah, what's his name? My, I don't my care. Alec, I just Blossom. love that you call the Blossom. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah, I always, I always liked him. 
He's a little controversial too. They had some problems with this producer they brought on. Right. He's made some comments on Twitter, which always gets his fucking people in trouble. Exactly. That got him in some hot water. I forget about what. Um, so it just does nobody good. But I always thought he was the perfect guy for it, and he was angling for it from the yeah. beginning. I'm surprised. Yeah, it was bad. Who? Aaron Rodgers. Was he? I give him credit that he tried really hard, but as we've seen over the last couple of weeks, a little bit of a douchebag, yeah. and it came across that way. There, like, just way too stiff. Yeah, he was probably the worst one that they tried out. It was probably just stunt casting anyway. I yeah, figured they get some more eyeballs on. But there. he, he was like all like. Oh, I know. There was like the ringer wrote a whole article of like oh, how they... he wants to be genuinely the host. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. All right. Did we miss anything from the eighties? I think we covered the eighties. Pretty. That's well. our longest list. Yeah, it's saying a lot. Uh, well, two thousands. I think would be pretty quick. I mean, like yeah. I said, it's influential. It's important, but it was you know it was. Appointment TV was stunt TV, mm-hmm. but it was very fleeting. Yeah. I think there were two really, really huge shows in the 2000s. Um, you have them both on the list. Millionaire uh-huh. and Weakest Link. Yeah. I think those two were definitely... Millionaire to a much greater extent. Yeah. Weakest Link, the whole character. Mm-hmm. The, her delivery was phenomenal. Yeah, she was good. Um, I think those two shows were like... Again, appointment TV. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it was Millionaire Craze was awesome. I mean, they had it on at night, every night of the week, for mm-hmm. two weeks. And Millionaire was great with, you know, the phone a friend thing. I yeah, thought it was yeah, great. Yeah. You yeah. know, those three little, like, get out of jail cards. You know, like, I love that. That, yeah. that was good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just saying it was really good, but that was it, right? I mean, there's a couple of other ones they tried to do. I think Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader was in the 2000s. It, it was. That was cute. It was. It was and, fun. and, a great concept. Essentially, yeah. it's a trivia show. Yeah, basically. But I like the whole idea that it's like a fifth, like fifth grade kids, yeah, right. and you know, like I can't do fifth grade math. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. You know, but um, yeah, I think the two thousands are basically those big ones, um, and that's it. Where were, you know one we forgot, and I just, it just hit me now. Supermarket Sweep. Was that, I, that was in my head. It was in the 90s. That that's the, the one 90s, reason okay. I almost threw the 90s on okay. this, because that show was one of my favorite shows of all time. Now, they put the old one on Netflix recently, and I watched a bunch of them in a row. Loved really? it. And then they redid it now on ABC. On yeah. The big block. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the, yeah. the reboot. Yeah. I mean, just uh, that last part when they were racing around mm-hmm. and they're throwing these giant turkeys in, <laughs> detergent, then they would grab those, like, comically large inflatables. Yeah. Oh, my God. That show is terrific. I love that show. It is like I gotta think they knew what they were doing when they made it, but yeah. how bad it was, and how corny, but it was still so good. Yeah, it was a terrible concept, terrible, but it was just great to watch. Oh, yeah, just race around the supermarket yeah. and grab things, I and mean, that's that's it. Watching these poor schlubs run around with a shopping cart. Yes. I mean that was a thing. I remember as a kid, that was a thing. Like they would give away shopping sprees. I remember right. that you can mm-hmm. have shopping spree Toys R Us. I remember, like, uh, CCD places had shopping sprees. Right. But your job, if you won, was just to run around and throw things in it. And I used to dream about that, being able to be the kid with a shopping cart at Toys R Us. And they say, go. You have 60 seconds. And that's <laughs> what Supermarket Spree was. Yeah. We'd do damage. Like, Toys R Us would be great. Oh, my God. People don't even know what Toys R Us is. There's a generation now that doesn't even know <laughs> no, what Toys R Us no. is. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I love Weakest Link. I love that. Um What's one versus a hundred? That was good. Um, that was Bob Saget was the host, and basically there were a hundred people on like a board. This is pre-virtual, right. very virtual, and one guy playing. And I think they would eliminate people from the hundred as he got questions right. Gotcha. I forget how they did that, and eventually 
they had this big pot of money that they would split. The guy in front and the people on the board were going to split. They were going to work together. It was a it was pretty right. big concept. So I remember it being a big deal, mostly because of the set pieces. You know, right. the giant board of people. Okay. Did you watch Cash Cab? Not really. I like that show yeah. a lot. You never saw it? Is that is it just trivia in the can? Basically, yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Then I have seen it. This yeah. comedian gets a hack license. Yeah. He's not funny. He's not funny at all. Okay. I don't know why they chose him. It's a fine host, though. And he drives around. People get the best part is when they get in the cab and he turns the lights on. And they're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and at a certain point, when the show got popular enough, people were like excited. Like, oh, I really want to be in cash cab. <laughs> it's terrific. It was a good show. Uh, but nothing, you know, I don't think the 2000s measure up. No, other than the two the two biggies. Right. And I think that's kind of set like a precedent that no one's has matched since. No. Like no, no one's they've tried to reboot Millionaire like a bunch of times and it doesn't different hosts. Different hosts. Yeah. And I don't think it works anymore. No, now that was a daytime show. It's just right. another daytime game show. Yeah. Well, there aren't that many, but right. it's a daytime game show and that's it. Never coming back. Yeah. Although they Kimball did it in primetime a few times. Right. They brought it back and they had celebrities, always celebrity yep. with Kimball. And that gets some eyeballs, I think, yeah. probably. But still, watching, you know, Matthew McConaughey get a question wrong doesn't really do it. Yeah. So we've kind of hit this bits and pieces, right? But now that yeah. in the last couple of years, the prime time, ABC in particular, has jumped on this. They brought back Match Game with Alec Baldwin. Yep. To tell the truth with Anthony Anderson. Um, Pyramid with Michael Strahan. Mm -hmm. Supermarket Sweep with, uh, I forget her name, but the really oh, tall yeah. girl from SNL. Yep. Um, and then this isn't a bring back, but then the Ellen game show was huge. I watched the, like, M was into that for yeah, a while. Yeah, so my kids. Yeah. I watched a couple. They're fine. They're yeah. interesting. They're creative. Very creative. And that's the one thing I wanted to highlight. Like, hers are pretty innovative. Yeah. Like, they're, they're silly and stupid, but yeah. innovative. Like, mm -hmm. the whole falling out the tube, if yeah. you get the question, that's awesome. Well, that's what remote control did that. Don't forget. They went backwards, though. Oh, that's right. But this is definitely better. They have right. a whole tube. I'm just saying, talking about innovators. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, I, 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 the resurgence is pretty cool. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I'm hooked in like I was in the 80s, but it's cool mm -hmm. to like just see that. I think they're on, I think they would be better served during the day again. Yeah. You know, like, but Alec Baldwin's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he only does it much like a lot of the shit he does, like the Capital One stuff. I think it all goes to charity. He's not going to pay anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's pretty much his thing. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these people, yeah, they would never do this shit if it was on one in the afternoon. So it's like the game show host dead, like that whole job. I mean, look who they, you mentioned a minute ago, look who they brought in to try out for a Trebek's job. Right. There were no traditional game show hosts, yeah. were there? No, yeah. right? And then you have the Ellen thing, you have all these you know, celebrities. I mean, Alec Baldwin is an A-list guy, and all these other guys who have even A-minus, you're right. There's so no Pat need. Sajak the last? Pat Sajak might be it. There's nobody else. Like Kimmel's doing Millionaire. Yeah. Like... Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. And now now he's a game show host, right? I don't right. think he doesn't act anymore. Right. Not that he acted that well in the right. first place. But um, yeah, there's there's no there's no wow, that's not a career anymore. We gotta bring it back. I mean, we should invent a game show. <laughs> there we go. That's a shame. You're right. It's just say Jack. For your reconsideration, the game show. The game show. That's there right. you go. Get Wink Martin down. <laughs> he's not doing anything. Making that website. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I think as much as we can talk about the 2000s in the last 20 years or so, what innovations and, and appointment TV, it's it's 70s or 80s, right? Yeah, it has, it has to be because the the current time is really just about the reboots, right. you know, and nostalgia. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, the 2000s were those two shows. So yeah, it's clearly 70s or 80s. This is a tough one for me. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. While I have my, my bias from being home from mm-hmm. school in the 80s and the vacations and stuff like that, and obviously I saw more on those. But there were, I, maybe I don't remember enough from the 70s, but I feel right. like the 80s had a lot more clunkers. Ones that just didn't work out. Right. I think they threw a lot at us in the eighties. Yeah, like they just get, let's make it a show, and yeah, and it would be short lived, and you know, and go from there. Yeah, I did the the search for nineteen eighties game shows, and mm. there were a lot of them I never heard of, and a lot that I remember being awful, oh, a lot. That. And I, maybe the seventies had the same thing. That's gonna be real loud. Let me type it as real life. Oh. <laughs> Try to type quietly. <laughs> you go on Wikipedia. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look how many there are. Wow. This is one decade. American Gladiators. I thought that was, show. I know, but that was Saturday morning. High Rollers. Remember that? They had big furry dice. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, some of these I've never heard of before. Fun. It's Academic. Jackpot. The Last Word. Break the Bank, I remember. I don't remember Break the Bank. Hot Potato. That was a short-lived one. Yeah, like. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot. A lot of shows that. A, I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh, concentration was good. Yeah, that was good. Picture, right? The yeah. Picture appeared. Yeah, that was a good one. That was right? a good one. Throw in, uh, go back and go to 1970. See if you can, if the list is this big. I'm gonna check quietly. <laughs> right, see if we get Wikipedia again. Well, here we go. So we could compare. No, it's pretty long. It is pretty long. Maybe my memory is just not as good from the 70s. Celebrity bowling. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? Double Dare. That's not the same one. That was a great game show, too, but that was the 90s. Yeah. A lot of bad ones here, too. Yeah. Things you never heard of before. The parent game. I'm interested. <laughs> Basically, one big key party. <laughs> Sports uh, challenge? Come on. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're looking at, I mean, our list is longer, not by much, but longer for the 80s. Right. I do think you have the three probably consensus longest running greatest game shows hitting their stride in the 80s. Yep. Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Yeah. Granted, all three played and started in the 70s. Yep. I don't think it's the same. Like, the 80s, it just took off. Yeah. No, the 80s took off. And, and you know... Jeopardy in particular, once Trebek took over yeah. and they just, you know, they syndicated it, mm-hmm. it took off. It's, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's got to be one of the main things, you know, the yeah. best of the best, longest running, will hit destroy in the 80s. Right. And you look at the, you know, we just Wikipedia to list 70s and 80s, and there's so many that we didn't even hear of, yeah. short-lived, and those are still going. Yeah. Like, right, some right. 50 years later, you know. That's a good point. Yeah, I think the answer is, I mean, we began with the idea that this is going to be a show about 80s game shows, yeah. so we kind of had a, an inkling, we expanded it, but uh, yeah, 80s is definitely the golden age. I don't want to hear about the fucking 50s and quiz show and every 21. I had to be born. To tell the truth. Oh, it's got to be awful. Right? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. The movie was good. The quiz show movie from the 21 scandal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, that was a good movie. Yeah. Then they did one recently. It was like a two-part, like a mini whatever, of uh, a scandal in England. With their Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, it was oh, a wow. cheating scandal. They they dragged it out too long. It was on A and E. It was like three nights of shipping mm-hmm. too. But it was pretty interesting. There's a lot of good movies like that. I like it. Right. I like it. 1980s golden age. Yes, there it's you go. true though. Yeah. I, For most things, 
I agree. <laughs> I went in thinking it was going to be, and nothing changed my mind on it. We gotta. I gotta find my my VHS. Do we have a v, do a VCR in this building? We should, right? There should, should be a VCR somewhere in this building. Yeah. Maybe we can play my. We could do a live commentary of me on uh, the VH1 Truth or Dare game show. That would be amazing. I'll break down the sweater. <laughs> Just black sweater, but you look damn good. That's what I'm gonna hear out of your mouth. Look at those shoes. I don't know if my shoes got on camera, but they should have. My shoes are nice. Oh man. Yeah. Back in the day when I tried to get late, I focused on shoes and belt. I felt like oh, if yeah. I have nice, sexy shoes and a belt that matched everything, they think right. I was put together. There you go. My success rate was not good. No. I'm just saying maybe well, my judging from the people are saying that we gotta fix you right now. <laughs> they plucked for a half hour. <laughs> Redid my hair. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm good to go. Oh man. All right, that was good. That was an over an hour on game shows. We can we have a knack for finding true meaning and nonsense. Exactly. And this one, I was like, oh, we'll be a half hour, forty minutes tops. Here we are. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sarah. As always, been fun. Always fun.